Welcome to Life's Issues with Lauren Jono, a show created to help you tackle life's greatest issues from personal development to relationships, health, and business. Life's Issues is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Lauren Jono. everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Lauren Giorno and I am the host of Life's Issues, coming to you live all the way from Toronto, Canada, every Thursday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tough Talk Radio. My mission in life is to help as many people as possible transform themselves so that they are living their best, most authentic, fulfilled, purposeful, and happiest life. Every week, I will be bringing bringing you experts from around the world to discuss a range of topics, from personal development to health, business, spirituality, relationships, and more, all with the intention of inspiring you and transforming you to a bolder life. This hour is all about you, so if there's anything you would love to hear about on the show, please don't hesitate to email me at lauren at laurenjourno.com. So the show today is is dedicated to two very special friends and colleagues, both who are undertaking today and this weekend what most will never do. Firstly, I want to give a huge shout out to Carlton Meadows, who, as we speak, at the age of 45, is participating in the USA Track and Field Nationals in Florida in an attempt to qualify for the 2016 Olympics in the 800 meters. And secondly, to Donna Foster LaRocque, who will be competing in an Ironman this weekend. And for those not familiar with this grueling endurance event, it comprises a 2.5 mile swim, a 112 mile bicycle ride, and a marathon, which is 26.2 miles running. In that order, with no break. I know Donna will be out at it for at least 15 hours. I know both Donna and Colton have been training so hard, and we can really learn a lot from these incredible athletes. One of the most important things for ensuring success is adequate rest and recovery. Train hard, nourish well, and rest consistently, and then repeat. And this is something that has been proven to be a success ingredient, not just for athletes, but for anyone who wants to achieve that high level of sustained performance in their life. Yet for some reason, this message is not that well adhered to by the workforce, especially business owners and entrepreneurs. There seems to be this belief that by by taking time off, we reduce productivity, but this couldn't be further from the truth. And one of the biggest secrets of productivity is the refueling principle. And it comes down to this. You get more done quicker when you step back and recharge the brain and the body. And studies show that performance increases after breaks of all durations. So from extended locations down to micro breaks of literally 30 seconds. And this is something I stress so much with all of my clients. As for myself, 
I'm really diligent about taking micro breaks during the day, but I have to be honest, I'm not so great with taking extended time out, like an entire day or a weekend. Although this past weekend, I did. I totally shut down from work, and I have to say, to no surprise, I woke up on Monday so energized and ready to take the week on. The reality is, is that if we don't adhere to this more consistently, myself included, then we can expect that ultimately we will jeopardize our business, our health, and the life we're supposedly working toward. And it's well documented that continuous time spent working on task sets off strain reactions such as stress, fatigue, negative moods, all which drain focus as well as physical and emotional resources. The brain's ability to self-regulate, to stay disciplined, decreases. And if this resource, being your brain, is not replenished by taking regular breaks, it becomes harder to stay on task, to be attentive, and to solve problems. Yet, as a culture, we're programmed to believe that it takes near non-stop work to get the sale, beat the competitor, or do whatever is needed to succeed. For most entrepreneurs, rest is considered something to put off for a future that never arrives. It's as if each day is like an Ironman triathlon that requires one to crawl across the finish line on all fours. What I believe is so important for us to wrap our heads around is the fact that for entrepreneurs and many professionals, we're often paid for our problem-solving abilities and our creativity. And free time is the fuel for that mental and physical energy, for that creativity and that focus that leads to success. And you can create a solution in a shorter period of time if you are rested and re-energized. So it's not the amount of time you spend working each day that's the issue. Productivity doesn't come from being glued to your laptop every waking moment, but from how energized you are, and as a result, how focused and organized your brain is. Humans are just like smartphones or iPods. We have to be recharged or we run out of juice. And think of your reaction when you see that red light or red bar showing on your smartphone um, that the battery's running low. Right? There's kind of this panic that sets in, and yet we don't apply that to ourselves. And in fact, our gray matter actually tires well before the body does. And since almost all of us are doing mental work these days, managing our cognitive resources is not just a nice thing to do, but it's essential. And if not, you can be guaranteed that productivity and the quality of your choices will deteriorate. So how can you do this? How can you, you recharge your body and particularly your brain during the course of a day? So here are a couple of strategies. 
take regular stretch and breathing breaks every at least 60 to 90 minutes. Get up for a few minutes, stretch, move around, get some water, and take that break and then get right back to it. Meditate. And again, it could be for as little as two minutes. Get outside in fresh air for at least 30 minutes a day. Leave work at the end of the day at work. And I know that's definitely easier said than done, especially if you work from home or for yourself. But you need to find strategies to help you make this happen. Delegate more and prioritize better. And take regular vacations and mini vacations and leverage the weekends to recharge and not work. So my challenge to you is how many of these strategies will you implement for even two weeks consistently and see what happens? Now, my first guest today, Amy Walker, is a sought-after business coach who I'm sure will support a lot of this. But before we get started, I want to make sure that you know how to be a part of the show. Simply call in at 347 989-1363 at any time to join the conversation and ask any questions. Just press 1 and my producer, Tony, will bring you to the show. And then, of course, you can listen in by phone or online by going to www.lifesissueswithlaurenjourno.com. I'd love you to join us. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'll bring up my first guest for today, Amy Walker. Are you looking to simplify your life and automate your business, but don't want to mess with learning multiple systems to do so? Good. You don't have to. Infusionsoft combines everything your business needs. Let the team at Growth Coaching Systems set up your email, CRM, and e-commerce into a single online system today. It's the easiest way to grow sales and save time. One monthly payment, one software to learn, and have it all on one dashboard. Infusionsoft. Get it now and market and sell like the pros. For more information or to sign up for Infusionsoft, go to toughtalkradionetwork.com forward slash Infusionsoft. Listen to The Legal Eagle and The Coach each Wednesday from noon to 1 p.m. on Tough Talk Radio Network. Leading local and national experts in business will share their keys to success so that our listening audience can be educated and entertained along the way to becoming all they can be. So whether you're new to business or highly experienced, the Legal Eagle and the Coach with hosts David Alterburn and Brian Kaiser is a great radio program for you. For more information, go to LegalEagleAndTheCoachRadio.com. Lauren Dono is an elite, international certified, high-performance coach, author, and speaker with over 15 years' experience helping clients transform so that they are living bolder, happier, and more successful lives. Through a combination of her world-class coaching program and exclusive assessments, her mission is to get to the crux of your issues quickly and accurately, and then guide you to achieve sustained and higher levels of clarity, joy, energy, connection, influence, and overall performance in every area of your life. To learn more or to contact Lauren, go to laurenjano.com. Welcome 
welcome back everyone. I am excited to introduce my first guest for today, Amy Walker. Amy is a highly sought after professional speaker, business coach, and radio show host. Amy is a master presenter and has influenced thousands with her high energy, content rich style. She's an expert communicator, she's a certified body language expert, and has a BA in linguistics. Amy has been featured on Fox 30 News, US News, and World Report, and other worldwide publications. As a business owner, she knows how to get results. As a trainer, Amy will motivate your team to create massive growth, increase productivity, and show up for success. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lauren. I'm excited to be here with you today. Me too. And um, I love what you do, and it just ties in so well with what I was just saying at the beginning of the show about you know productivity and um, and how we can maximize that. But before we get into it, if you wouldn't mind just to tell us where you're calling in from and just you know what are you excited about at the moment? What are you working on at the moment? And just to give us a bit of an insight into where you're at in your life and career right now. Well, I'm calling from Northeast Georgia, and I am actually excited the most right now because I'm in a phase of rest, which you were just oh, talking nice. about. You have to have those periods of push and the periods of rest, and we were just coming out of a big period of push. We just launched our first book called Walk Your Talk, Take Ownership, and Lead Like You Mean It, and there's a lot of work. We went on speaking tour. We have been doing a lot of radio interviews, and, and now we're kind of going into this little moment of rest. And I'm playing with my children a lot. I have five young sons, and they're going back to school in two weeks. So we've we've been taking a little bit of time out this week and just spending time relaxing as a family, playing together, and recharging so that we can push hard during the fall again. Awesome. I love it. Walking the talk, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So tell me, what inspired you to focus on this area of business? You know, I have been a business coach for several years, and as I've been working with clients, I see that they get to this point where, and it happens at different levels for different people. Some people hit it at 25000 some people hit it at 75000 some people hit it at 100000 but where they become the bottleneck of their business, where they look at their business and they say, I cannot do any more. There's not, I can't put more hours into the day. I can't put more brain power into it. And they, they max out their business. And what they don't realize is that's a, that's a natural process that will happen to every business owner if you're not building a team and leading a team to come along with you. I'm only one human being, and there's only so much I can get done in a day. And even today, for example, where I am working for a total of two hours today, and one of you know part of that's your radio show, total of two hours today, my business, we'll have probably 30 hours of work that goes into it today. It's just not all happening from me. So that allows me to be able to not max out our growth potential, but we can continue to grow. And I just, working with my clients, kept getting the same questions over and over again, and they were all related to how do I really grow my business and how do I lead the people that I have. And leading people is challenging because it's people, and people are unpredictable, and sometimes they're nice, and sometimes they're not. <laughs> sometimes they do what they should, and sometimes they don't. And so we have to learn how to be great leaders. 
So what do you feel makes a great leader? I think a great leader, first of all, I say there's a lot of different types of great leaders. I think we need to be able to understand who we are naturally, what we bring to the table. For example, for me, I'm very fast-paced. I'm very productivity-focused. And so that's who I am naturally. But then around that, I've got to develop the skills to be able to work with lots of different types of people. I've got to learn all the different leadership styles that will be required of my business. And I also have to be willing to have the hard conversations that happen when we're working with people. And I'm not saying every conversation needs to be hard. I'm not even saying most of them are hard. But we have to be willing to have the hard ones when they come. And just take the – I was talking to a client yesterday, and I said, here's what you need to understand, that if you will consistently address small concerns, you will very rarely have to tackle the big ones. So it's, it's that process of understanding who you are, what you naturally bring to the table, increasing your skills, and then communicating well with others. Yeah, and that, that communication piece is huge. And, mm-hmm. you know, I do a lot of work around that as well in my coaching, um, both in my corporate coaching and personal coaching. And the challenge is that most people communicate in the style that they would like to be communicated to in. But the yes. reality is that, that, doesn't, that we, you know, there are different personality types out there, and that's not going to work for three-quarters of the people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so that communication piece, as you say, understanding who you are, but then also understanding who you're dealing with and how, how they're going to really hear what you're saying. It is so much easier to lead a person when you just simply understand them. I, I meet leaders sometimes who say, oh, Amy, you're, what you are asking me to do is so much work. And my answer is you're going to put in the same amount of work. Do you want to put the effort up front in getting to know and understand what makes your people? Or do you want to spend that effort in resolving concerns and problems? Because you will put the effort in one place or the other. I just prefer to really get to know my people and understand them and understand what motivates them, what makes them tick, what works, what doesn't, and work with them on the front-end effort rather than having more concerns or more turnover or more unhappy people to work with. But you'll put the effort in either way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because I use that analogy a lot when I talk about nutrition with clients. When, you know, I often hear them saying that, well, you know, organic food and natural food and whatever, it's so much more expensive. And I say, well, you can either pay now or you can pay later. You can pay for healthy food now and keep yourself healthy, or you cannot, and you can pay later down the line in terms of medications and, you know, time missed off work because you're not well. But it's the same concept, right? You're going to pay at one end or the other. Yes, absolutely. So... What are what would you say are some of the more common mistakes that you see business owners make with their leadership skills? I think one of the most common is that attitude that if you if you can do it on your own you should because it saves us money, right? Well, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. The truth is you need to be spending as a business owner, you need to be spending your time on the things that are going to generate the most income coming into the business or else driving the strategy and managing the people who bring the most income into the business. And so the idea of, well, if I can do it myself, I should, 
that is wrong. Your goal is to get yourself out of those day-to-day little task-type projects that you have in order to spend the most amount of time in the most productive areas of your business. And hiring quickly, now I'm not saying hire unwisely, really think it through and figure out what are the areas that we need to hire in the most and be very willing to hire them out. I have a client that is trying to run a struggling business and was telling me last month that he's cleaning the toilets at his business. I'm thinking, why are you cleaning the toilets at your business? You need to be out creating new partnerships with other you know, other ventures that could support you in business and you could cross-refer clients to them. Why in the world would you be spending time cleaning your toilets? But that's the thought process is I can't afford to pay anyone to do it and it needs to be done, so I'll just do it myself. That's, I would say, one of the biggest leadership mistakes we make. Um, Number two behind that would be hiring the wrong people. It is expensive to hire the wrong person. And I know sometimes we feel like, but we just need someone in this position. We just need someone right now. And if you're hiring from desperation, your chances of getting the right are not great. So take your time. Uh, It is much better to spend two weeks or two months finding the right person than it is to cycle through bad people for the next two years. So that's really crucial there. So in your book, Walk Your Talk, you, um, you speak about six crucial leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Can you please describe those to our listeners? I would love to. I think it's important to understand that we all have a natural leadership style, something that it comes naturally to us, it works for us, and we've been doing it probably for years. So as I'm describing these, I would suggest Listen and even write down which leadership style do you have, but understand that you will need to develop all of them. So the first leadership style is the cheerleader, and and I call this chapter in the book, it's back to school, because we use uh, common personalities that all of us who went to American high schools understand. So the first one is is the cheerleader, and that's the person who is going to cheer on their team. They're going to be encouraging. They're so great at being positive. It doesn't matter what's going on. They're going to be there. They're going to be in your corner, and they're extremely loyal. It's a great leadership style for people who their love language is words of affirmation, and it's a great leadership style when you have temporary challenges that you kind of just have to suck it up and work through. For example, maybe you're running a sales team, and the lead flow right now is not hot, and they're not converting well, but you know give it a couple weeks, and that's going to turn around. It's a great leadership style. The challenge can be when you stay in that style too long, sometimes it's really annoying to people. Like, I am having legitimate problems. I don't need you to tell me that I'm great and it's all going to work out fine. I need you to tell me what to do. And they're not always as great at solving the problem, but they're great at cheering you on. The second style is the quarterback. And the quarterback is the one who is willing to get in the game. They are willing to do whatever it takes to create a win for the team. If that means they need to run, they'll run. If they need to pass, they'll pass. But they're going to be in the game, on the floor, with the team, working. The great thing about the quarterback is they're not above anything in the business. They're willing to jump in wherever needed. My sales team needs help. Oh, I can get on the phone and make some calls. My marketing department needs help. Let's sit down and have a meeting. What what can I do? Where can I reach out to these people? Can I make these calls? So it's good for a mid-level company 
the challenge is if you stay in that style all the time, you become a bottleneck for a company again because you get spread too thin and you're not necessarily developing strong leaders in your organization who can do it on their own because you jump in to save them every time times get rough. The third style is the coach, and the coach is going to stand on the sidelines, but they're very aware of what's going on in the game. They know the strengths and weaknesses of the people around them. They're creative at moving people around. They're creative at mixing things up so that they can create a win for the team. The challenge with the coach is that they can sometimes they, – they very much prefer to work with talented people versus developing new people from the beginning. And so they can be a little bit impatient with people who are not performing right away. The other challenge can be that sometimes their need to know exactly what's going on keeps them a little bit too plugged in with the ground level, and they don't move into that CEO role enough of disconnecting from – what's going on on the floor a little bit to look at the business of it. So that can be the challenge there. And then the fourth style is the teacher. The teacher loves to train. They love to develop. They love to bring in new people and teach them the skills. They, they make phenomenal uh, corporate trainers, and they're very good at teaching the skills in the process. Their weakness can be that sometimes they are slow to fire because – they feel like it's a personal failure. It, it reflects badly on them if someone on their team didn't make it. Right. And then we've got, yeah, yeah that, that can be a hard one for teachers. They're like, no, I can't, I can't give up. I have <laughs> to keep teaching this person until they get it. And sometimes they're just not a fit for the organization. And then we've got, next we have the uh, counselor. And the counselor loves to nurture people. They love to build relationships of trust and rapport. They love to connect on a deep level with their team members and their employees. They are phenomenal during times of change. When you have a company and you're going through massive change, it makes everybody feel like the bottom has been dropped out and they don't know where it's all going to land. And so it's phenomenal to have a counselor in that role because the trust and the relationships are already in place. However, the weakness for the coach or for the the counselor can sometimes be that they can sometimes give, 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 and they people sometimes take advantage of them. They also can be slow to fire, but they are slow to fire more because they worry about what will happen to the other person. But they have five children. But you know, I know that their mom has been in the hospital and out of the hospital and. I just feel so badly what's going to happen to them. And they worry so much about the other person that they sometimes allow, they cre can create a space for people to underperform because they're more concerned about the person than they are the productivity. Totally and the sixth style, the sixth style is not so much a natural style as it is a learned one and an earned one. And it's the principal role. So if you think about in, in a school situation, principals usually started out in some other role, and then they worked their way up to the principal. But the principal has the job of not just caring about what's going on at the ground floor, which is you know the customers and the people on the team. They also get to look at dollars and cents and you know make some tough calls. Sometimes as a principal, you've got to make tough calls. That might mean making layoffs. It might mean that you've got a program that you absolutely love. You know, us coaches and speakers and authors, we love our programs. But what if you have one that's not producing? 
and it's costing more to sell than it's actually making in profit. You have to be willing to cut those things out and to prune the business. So the principle, the strength is that they really are looking at every area of the company and making sure that it's all working together, that different branches are communicating well with each other, and that there's a good strategy to move forward. The weakness can be that if you were hired from the outside, you didn't really learn everything that was going on, so you may be a little bit out of touch with some of the areas of your organization. And the other weakness can be that um, if you are, if you don't have good reporting, you could all, even if you did grow your way up, just because you were in that position five years ago doesn't mean it's still the same now. So you have to make sure you have really good reporting and communication so that you're always aware of what's going on on the ground floor. That is amazing, Amy. And you can so see how, as you said, you need to be all of those things. Mm-hmm. You do. And, and the, the beautiful part about leadership, leadership is a learned skill. We all come out of the womb as babies who are just trying to figure out how to maneuver our own bodies. Leadership is just a skill that you learn. And, and my book is really just another tool to be able to help you see it more clearly and say, okay, I'm going to work on this week stepping into the coach role more. I can tell that my business needs that. Or I right. can tell that with this client, they need me to lead them as a cheerleader right now. So I'm going to step into that role. So it allows you to be able to analyze and then use them as needed. Perfect. Amy, I can't believe time is just so flying by. I could talk to you for ages. So <laughs> I want to just show her that our listeners know where they can get your book, and how they can connect with you? The best way to get the book, unless if you want to buy it in bulk, you can buy it on my website. We do have bulk pricing. But if you're just looking for onesies and twosies, I would definitely recommend go to Amazon.com. You can buy the paperback, or you can also get the Kindle version. And it's called Walk Your Talk, Take Ownership, and Lead Like You Mean It. And if you do decide you want to head over to my website, amywalkerconsulting.com, I actually have a free five or free four-week video program that's going to teach you how to build a more profitable business, and you can go and register for that for free on my website. Awesome. That is fantastic. Thank you so much, Amy. Thanks for taking time out of your recovery um, and rest period to, to be on the show with us. We so appreciate it. And um, I'd love to connect with you offline as well. But thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thank you. We are going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with our second guests, Drs. Rob and Janelle Alex. Did you know that an estimated 52 million Americans listened to Internet radio in the last month, or that weekly Internet radio audience has increased 60% over the last year, and that more than 8 in 10 people are online from any location? Tough Talk Radio Network is a company dedicated to providing a platform that allows opportunities for guests, hosts, and sponsors to market themselves to the internet radio media where they can be heard by millions. To find out how Tough Talk Radio Network can help you, go to toughtalkradionetwork.com. Do you want to know the secret to building a successful business quickly? It's all about taking action, but not just any action. It takes inspired and consistent action to get profits. Join Michelle Sism. 
the six-figure results lady as she asks successful entrepreneurs their profitable secrets every Monday at 2 p.m. Central Time on Take Action, Get Profits with Michelle Sism on the Tough Talk Radio Network. If you're ready to take action and get profits, you can find out more about the show at TakeActionGetProfitsRadio.com. Welcome to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman, where the discussion is about the challenges and opportunities that people face when communicating with the opposite gender. Brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Judy Hoberman. Well, it's Lauren Jono is an elite, international certified, high-performance coach, author, and speaker with over 15 years' experience helping clients transform so that they are living bolder, happier, and more successful lives. Through a combination of her world-class coaching program and exclusive assessments, her mission is to get to the crux of your issues quickly and accurately, and then guide you to achieve sustained and higher levels of clarity, joy, energy, connection, influence, and overall performance in every area of your life. To learn more or to contact Lauren, go to laurenjano.com. Welcome back, everyone. I am so thrilled to introduce my second guests for today's show, Drs. Rob and Janelle Alex. Drs. Rob and Janelle Alex are both experts in relationship and intimacy dynamics and are mentoring couples around the globe. They recently released their new book, Richer Together, Secrets for Working, Living, and Loving Side by Side. Passionate about marriage dating, secret animal powers, and transcendent lovemaking, Rob and Janelle are obliterating long-standing relationship myths. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's a pleasure. I am so excited to have you on the show because I'm in the dating game. So I'm just loving all these relationship people that we seem to be attracted to. Okay, there's something in the universe that's bringing all these people onto the show, not just for me, but obviously for our listeners as well. So I may be connecting with you offline as well. All right, go right ahead. So I just gave, obviously, a brief introduction to what you do, but you want to just, again, just tell us where you are calling in from and a little bit about um, what you're working on at the moment. We are currently located in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, so I don't know where we'll be a year from now, but <laughs> that's where we are now. <laughs> um, you know, and our, we rebranded this year. We've been doing a lot of relationship-focused work for the last five, six years. Um, and, of course, we've been business partners for the last 11 years together, I think. Um, but we rebranded this year under Mission Date Night. I like to say that it's kind of James Bond meets Austin Powers. I know that leaves the women out, but <laughs> we don't leave the women out. It's just, you know, it gives you that idea. So we have a very playful uh, take on a very serious topic. And working with relationships, obviously, sometimes we have to go really deep and really dive in, but we also always bring in the playful aspect. Yeah, it's important to have that playful aspect, and as we work with couples and move them towards that blissful relationship that they want, that, that fun, that friendship, and that laughter just keeps growing, and that's, it's beautiful. 
Okay, so I have so many questions that I want to ask you. So I'm going to fire away and let's kind of see, kind of like speed dating, right? Let's see. <laughs> um, and get through because I know I certainly want the information and I'm sure there are tons of listeners out there that, that also want it. So you guys ready? I'm ready. We're ready. Go. All right. So number one, what do you believe is the most important thing that couples can do to have a healthy sexy, thriving relationship? I think right off the bat, it is to be playful, mm -hmm. which obviously we mentioned at the top, um, because yep. you have to be good friends and be willing to play and joke around and be lighthearted, even in those deepest, darkest times that we all face, you know, here and there. Awesome. And, and then you, can you explain what you mean when you – you say that individuals get to define their own relationship and that normal doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, your relationship is yours. It's just like you as an individual, your fingerprint, if you will. It's not supposed to be like anybody else's. You're supposed to take bits and pieces of everything you experience, everything you witness, and put that into your relationship, the ones that you like, and put those into your relationship. So to look next door and go, well, our relationship isn't like theirs, would be silly because yours is going to be different. You want it to be different. You don't want it to be the same as everybody else's. This is where we've fallen into that stereotypical, this is what happens when you get married, and it, and we're here to just blow that freaking out of the water. <laughs> okay. I love that. <laughs> so, are there certain things that you feel every couple couple should do or do you believe that every couple needs to only do what works best for them? And then I have an add-on question to that, but let's deal with that first. <laughs> I would say that there are a couple of things that we believe every couple should do. One of those is a hard one to do, but it's to give up the need to be right. Mm -hmm. When you have a, something that you disagree on, you see it from different perspectives, don't ha you don't have to make your partner wrong. You may never be able to... Uh, change his or her mind, but you may never, even when you see it or try to see it from his or her perspective, you may not change your mind either. You may still be on opposite sides of that, but when you are willing to go, wait a minute, what if, what if I can see it from this side, you open the door to creative possibilities. Awesome. So that's one thing, right? I mean, yeah. but, you know, I guess playfulness, oh my gosh, we're going back to that again. We said that. Right. But, I mean, there's so much that you well, have to you, do on your own. You need to have some amazing intimacy. And by intimacy, I don't, I'm not talking about a sex life. That's part of intimacy. But you have to have right. that time where you're romantic and you're, you're flirty with each other. You know, it's, these things grow. The more you do them, the more they, you want to do them. And so combining all those things together, you know, the third thing, the romance, the just having fun and the sex, you know, and combining those together to form intimacy, you know, that opens the door to a lot of wonderful possibilities in your relationship. Awesome. Makes total sense. Okay, so the next question I want to ask you, I'm going to preface by saying that I've never been very good at following rules. So I'm just going to preface <laughs> it with <laughs> So what advice would you have for people that are dating, right, and you see all these articles and you read all these books about the rules of dating. Don't do this, don't do that, wait this many hours, this many days. 
to me, like, honestly, I just look at it and I go, like, you've got to be kidding me. But, yeah, that's how I feel. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm missing something here. Can you shed some light on that? Yeah, I, I, I think you're exactly right. You shouldn't be reading those, you know, I, I don't want to bash anybody, but, you know, those little surveys and um, the magazines that, you know, follow this. Is your man this? And you, you fill it out, and then you find out, oh, no, we're not even compatible. That's <laughs> just ridiculous. I can't believe that people would read those, fill them out, and go, oh, we're not compatible. We need to be apart because, it's you know, there are no rules. I mean, there you know, there's, you know, trust and things like that that you need, but there's no rules as far as you have to have this in your relationship. It's what feels right to you. Well, and even in our book, Richard Together, because we brought together not only, of course, ourselves and what we have wanted to share, but the wisdom of 22 other couples, of entrepreneurial couples. And so we brought all that together. And so it's interesting because you will see themes or similarities, but you'll see differences in the words of wisdom that the couples share. So you can see that, hey, this works for them, and hey, this over here works for them. So that's important to understand. You have to take what makes sense to you, and again, that's what you're going to run with. And my my approach is, and tell me if I'm wrong, I'm so open to coaching, (laughs) but I'm talking a little bit about dating, but to me, like, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person, and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person, so you may as well just say what you want to say, and... (laughs) What's going to happen is going to happen, Yeah, I mean, you, you have to speak your mind. You have to be open and honest to attract that open and honest person that you want, I mean, that you need in your life. And if you're trying to be somebody else or trying to say the right things or what you feel is right or avoid what you feel was wrong, then, then you're not coming through. You're not shining through. And that person, that other person is going to pick up on that and they're going to go, okay, something's wrong because this doesn't even feel right. Because they're going to they're gonna feel that energy off of you and go, this isn't the right person or something. So... Well, and it's so important that we always respect others, but that has farther reaching, uh, you know, uh, meaning than just someone that you're dating or your partner that you're in a relationship with. Clearly, we need to be respectful of our family, you know, even down to the people in traffic or at the grocery store or whatever, because that is a big issue that we often see. You know, people are very disrespectful and rude to each other. So, yes, Say what's right to you and, and don't necessarily censor what you're saying. But at the same time, you have to do it with love, if you will, and truth, <laughs> yes, you know, and true respect for other people. Don't be a jerk because if you're a jerk, no one's going to want to be with you anyway for very long. There's <laughs> that whole, and I'm just such a big believer of this for humanity, is respect and kindness. You know, how friggin' hard is it? <laughs> Yeah, not, uh, exactly. not hard. It's basic, like that. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, <laughs> what would you say is a simple action that a couple can take to create that relationship of their dreams? Well, I think, you know, we so often hear, oh, you, you know, communication, it's key. And, yes, it is. It's the foundation, truthfully, of every issue and every wonderful aspect of your relationship. But learn to communicate without talking. I mean, yes, we should talk, and yes, we should be able to, but that's a common thing. They're like, well, he won't talk to me. I can't get him to tell me how he feels. 
Well, if you learn how to communicate in there's a wide variety of ways, you're going to discover the feelings, the likes, the dislikes, the things that light your partner up, all of those pieces. Communication is a much broader experience than just talking to your partner. Well, and I think another important thing here is to, to be able to step outside of the comfort zone of your relationship. And I'm not talking a big step. I'm talking a foot. But do that together. Go do things that you haven't done before, you know, neither one of you have done before. And, you know, experience new things, brand new things together, because that's what's, that's going to keep your relationship exciting and eventful and create lasting memories that are that is going to move you towards that blissful place in your relationship. Yeah, that's awesome. So can you explain what you mean by there being a business aspect to relationships? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when we think about, um, well, I like our book that you're, you know, we've mentioned today, it's all focused on entrepreneurial couples. However, when you're in a committed relationship, especially if you live in the same household, then you actually are in business together because you have household things that need to be done. You have chores that need to be done. You have a mortgage that needs to be paid or rent. And if it's, you know, if you own the property, then you're like, ah, you know, we've got a roof leak. We've got to take care of that. I've got to get the dog to the vet. How am I going to get our calendar all scheduled with that and the kids and this, that, and the other? I've got a business meeting and across the country, whatever. So there's pieces that need to come into play there. And honestly, we ask, actually, I can't talk today apparently, but <laughs> um, we find it important that you schedule a date night, whether it's once a week, once a month. But guess what? Then in a sense, scheduling the date night falls under the business side of your relationship so that the romantic side flows more smoothly. Got it. Makes perfect sense. And that's the thing, a lot of this is common sense, but it's not common practice, right? And we exactly. need to be reminded. Um, yes. So what do you mean by when you say letting your partner be the king or queen of his or her domain? Ah, well, especially when you are focused on a business aspect, whether it's a business or the business aspect of your relationship. And actually, I guess you could go that route on the romantic partnership because it kind of depends. It's about strengths and weaknesses. So when Rob, for example, here has something that he's really great at, he's better at doing that than I am, then he is the king of his domain in that arena, and I let him be the king, and vice versa. If it's something that I'm the greatest at, Rob's always saying how, you know, the one that puts all the polish on everything that we do. <laughs> I don't know. but um, So in that sense, he lets me you know, run with that and lets me be the queen. He doesn't try to demote me or toss me in the moat. <laughs> You're Bye. too to the alligators. <laughs> so... You guys, I know, have been married for nearly 13 years. Yes. Correct. Would you say that you've always had a strong relationship? Oh, uh, you know, we've always had a good relationship. I wouldn't always have said it was strong. We've, we've had our learning curve. We've had our ups and downs, just like every couple. But one thing that couples out there have to understand is that's normal. That's a, a normal part of a relationship, you're going to have up and downs. You know, it's not going to all be blissful and it's not going to all be happy-go-lucky. You're going to have times where you have struggles. 
that you have to get through together. But when you learn to learn that those are going to happen and learn how to react to them in a positive way, you know, then those those valleys um, don't seem so low and the peaks seem so much higher. Well, and we learned how to all the stuff that we teach. So some of it, yes. I mean, we are talking about a bit more about some of the practical should be common sense aspects of it today, but we have some stuff that's pretty out there <laughs> that oh, we yeah. teach. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, when we implemented those tools and methods, if you will, into our life and our relationship, then we got through some really big challenges. Um, you know, we lost a business, which meant we lost our home. You know, the recession did a number on us. And, you know, we lost everything a few years ago. But we recovered from it, and we grew closer as a couple and actually as a family with our sons as well. So it's about taking those things and saying, wait a minute, what can we learn from this? How can we move forward instead of, you know what, do you remember what you did two years ago, and I'm still mad at you? It, it just That doesn't benefit anyone. Yes, got it. So let's chat a little bit about your, your new book, um, Richer Together. So just first of all, what inspired you to write it? And, you know, what, if you had to pick a, like two or three like key things, which I know is probably hard to do, from <laughs> it that you think would be most useful for the listeners like to implement, what would that be? Um, I was at a business conference, and um, I, I don't, I had, I don't really know where it came from. Again, this is where it gets kind of outside of the mainstream thinking. But my connection to spirit and my guides, there was just this intuition that came through there, and I'm very connected. Rob and I both are on that level, and when it came through, I knew I was like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. We're supposed to put a book together that is focused on entrepreneurial couples. Um, so we interviewed 22 other couples uh, from mom and pop you know, are uh, from our hometown, you know, small businesses that have been there forever, decades, all the way up to couples that run multi-million dollar companies and even those in the coaching industry as well. So I just knew that we needed to get that out there. We knew what it was like to survive and thrive uh, having a business as well, you know, especially after some failure, and we wanted others to have that piece. So that's why we focused on the entrepreneurial couples in that direction. So that's why we did it. For me, as far as one of the things that I would love for people to get out of the book, it comes from a couple that we interviewed that are friends of ours now, Rhonda and Brian Swan. And I remember they both had moments in their life and relationship where each of them at different times had said something, suggested something, and the other one was like, you are freaking crazy. That We just can't <laughs> do that. And I remember Brian even saying, well, that's not normal. That's un-American to something you know Rhonda had brought up. And Instead, what they did, even though at first they thought each other was crazy, they eventually said, you know what, let's talk about it. And now, of course, they travel the world with their daughter, and that's how, I mean, they live that way. That's how they live, and they're doing very well. And so if your, part, if your partner, you think he or she's crazy, listen, because maybe you'll find a new really cool idea to, to go from there. Well, and the thing that I took from the book that was most powerful to me was that all these couples, we interviewed all these couples, and every one of them had a, a similar message that they don't separate their business and their personal life. They're in business together, so that is part of their personal life. So when they go out yeah. to dinner, they they might talk about business because it's part of their life. 
and most of the couples that we interviewed love what they're doing. And so it was ingrained in them and it was part of their being. So it was natural for them to go, you know, we just don't separate business in our personal life. Like, you know, you hear so often people say, you know, you got to keep your business out of the bedroom and stuff. We have some of our big business meetings in our bedroom. <laughs> Um, and I mean, I know, I see that for myself as well, is that my work, it is my life. Like, it's part of what makes me me. Yeah. So, it's very, like, almost impossible to separate it out. And, you know, I'll often be out socially. People will say, oh, you're going into coach mode. And I go, but that's me. Like, that's who I am. It's, yeah. I can't help myself. And I'm also passionate I, about it. So, you know, I so, I can relate to that a lot. <laughs> we are running out of time. I really, really hope you guys will come back on the show. You've just been amazing guests. So oh, thank yeah. you. Before we you leave, can you tell our listeners where they can get their book, where they can get your book, sorry, and where they can connect with you if they'd like? Well, obviously, uh, the book is available, you know, easily online. They can get it on Amazon. They can get it on Barnes & Noble, of course, with, you know, either of those. They can get it for their e-reader. If they use iBooks on iTunes, it's there. I mean, so it's really easy to find it as far as that goes. Um, and then just to find us, um, the easiest way to find us or our podcast or our YouTube channel, uh, so you can hear and see some of our playfulness, uh, is missiondatenight.com. So it's very easy to do, and of course, from there, you can also find out how to work with us and how do you actually get in contact with us personally. Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to to be on the show today and just share such incredible information that I know will be so helpful to so many people. So thank you so much. So loved having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It was an honor. Awesome. All right, we are going to take another quick commercial break and then we'll be back to wrap up the show. Working hard but not making money? Are you ready to finally start being paid what you are worth? Learn how business strategy coach Michelle Sism and her clients are creating six-plus figure businesses. Check out Michelle Sism's free video series where she reveals her step-by-step strategy for creating consistent cash flow in your business. You can learn more at HighlyPaidAuthority.com. So you think you're tough, tough enough for tough talk with Tony Gambone? Tony knows how to dish it out. Can you take it? Tony Gambone is a communicator, mentor, and entrepreneur whose tough style and generous spirit quickly garnered recognition in many a competitive arena. Now he's bringing his intelligence and knowledge to you as a hard-hitting radio talk show host and thought leader. Tune in and see for yourself. Tough Talk with Tony Gambone. It's a sure thing. To find out more, go to Tough Talk with Tony Gambone. Lauren Jono is an elite, international certified, high-performance coach, author, and speaker with over 15 years' experience helping clients transform so that they are living bolder, happier, and more successful lives. Through a combination of her world-class coaching program and exclusive assessments, her mission is to get to the crux of your issues quickly and accurately and then guides you to achieve sustained and higher levels of clarity, joy, energy, connection, influence, and overall performance in every area of your life. 
To learn more or to contact Lauren, go to laurenjano.com. Welcome back. I have to say I'm just I'm just loving the energy of the guests that are coming onto the show and just the amazing things that they are sharing with with you and with me. And as always, my question for you is is what will you take away and implement in your life to create something different? Because as we know, without taking action, nothing changes. And, you know, a couple of my big takeaways from today's show, you know, from Amy was that, you know, in terms of leadership, it requires you to shift your roles and be flexible. And that leadership is a learned skill. So, you know, if it's an area you're struggling in, then get the help, get the support that you need to learn to be better. And then, you know, the the relationship stuff is um, from Dr. Rob and Janelle Alex was, you know, that you get to define your relationships and that there is no normal. And what I know for sure is that relationships are amazing opportunities for personal growth if you are willing to face your own flaws and limitations and look at how you're showing up. Um, such incredible potential for, for growth that you don't get outside or that's different to being outside of a relationship. So I hope you've got your takeaways from today and that you will work hard to apply them and and use them as you deal with your life's issues and just move onwards and upwards. And once again, I want to give a huge shout-out to Colton Meadows, who he's probably done his racing by now, and I cannot wait to see how he's done and to Donna Foster-Larock, who's racing on Sunday. So huge shout-out to them. And once again, if you want to connect with me, you can go to facebook.com slash or email me directly at lauren at laurenjourno.com. And if you would like to be a guest on my show, please go to lifesissueswithlaurenjourno.com and just fill out the registration form. I want to thank you once again for listening in today and make sure you join me next week. And until then, embrace your inner truth, live your purpose, and make your contribution in the world today. You've been listening to Life's Issues with Lauren Jano on the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.